You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in our faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the ninth Sunday after Pentecost, July 25th, 2021, by the Reverend Lex Breckenridge, Rector at St. Thomas. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming to him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments left over so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled 12 baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, They saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat. They were terrified. But he said to them, it is I. Do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land towards which they were going. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Whether it's said as a complaint or as an objective observation or both depends on the context. But I'll bet you I'm not the only one in this room who's had that thought over these last couple of years. Years of pandemic, lockdown, racial conflict, political warfare, the list goes on and on. 
underlying the thought that the world is going to hell in a handbasket is really a sense of helplessness, a sense of events spinning out of control. The forces of disorder and chaos are just too great. You know, I'm just one small person. What can I do about events that seem so overwhelming? Let's hold that question for a moment as we turn to the Gospel of John's telling of the feeding of the 5,000. The story is so familiar to us because some version of the story is told in all four Gospels. In fact, it's the only one of the miracle stories of Jesus that's told in all four Gospels. So it must be pretty important. First, let's remember that in John's Gospel, Jesus' miracles are never called miracles. They are signs. They are signs of the way that God is at work in the world. And in John's Gospel, there are seven signs of the way God works in the world. For example, there's the, the wedding feast at Cana of Galilee where the water becomes wine uh, as a sign of the abundance of God's love poured out into the world. And there's the raising of Lazarus, uh, the one who emerges from, from his tomb uh, stinking and blinking and surprised that he's uh, alive again, a sign of, of, of God's resurrection power. And there are others, of course. And the feeding of the 5,000 is one of them. So let's take a look. A large crowd is gathered because they've seen the signs that Jesus was doing for the sick. Uh, Jesus is healing, and so that sign is that God is a healer. Now, Jesus' friends are concerned because the crowd is so large and there's not enough food to feed them all. But, lo and behold, they found a boy. A boy who has five barley loaves and two fish. It's his lunch. He's brought his lunch. And apparently he's willing to share his lunch with this big crowd. So Jesus takes the loaves, says the blessing over them, distributes them himself to the big crowd. And the fish too. You know, you're not going to get fish when you come up here to communion in a little while. And there was so much left over, it filled 12 baskets. And then when the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, this is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. And what was the sign, you ask? Well, it's pretty straightforward. People were hungry. People needed to be fed. People had real physical needs. They came to God in faith, and God responded. And Jesus gives the gift of himself. Jesus gives the gift of his presence in the bread. I mean, there's such intimacy here. God in Christ is as, as close to us as our own growling stomachs. God in Christ filling our needs for nourishment, filling our needs for connection, filling our needs for relationship. Now, that leads us to notice a couple of differences between the way John tells the story and the way Matthew, Mark, and Luke tell the story. In their version, uh, there are these hungry people, and uh, the disciples are are bring that to Jesus' attention, and Jesus turns to the disciples and says, Will you give them something to eat? And the disciples go among the crowd and collect five loaves and two fish, and we don't know who from. And Jesus then 
blesses the, the loaves, he breaks them, he offers them to heaven, and then he gives them to the disciples, and the disciples uh, feed the crowd. It's just overtly Eucharistic, don't you see? In John's version, on the other hand, it's a little boy who offers up his lunch. And it's Jesus himself, not the disciples, who feeds the crowd. Jesus himself is the bread of life. I loved this story when I was a little boy. I always imagined what it would be like to walk up to Jesus and offer him everything I had. And that's, that's really the beauty of this story, isn't it? One person, one little person, offers all that he has, and it makes a difference. So let's go back to the question I posed a few minutes ago. When it looks like things are going to hell in a handbasket, what can I do about it? I'm just one small person after all, and I feel powerless. Well, maybe not. I got an email a couple of days ago from one of our young folks here at St. Thomas who's in college. Nelson Gwinnett, who I hope many of you remember, served us as an acolyte and a lector, and he was a darn good one. And before he left us for college in Philadelphia. Now here's what Nelson wrote me the other day. Hello, Father Lex. I hope that you're doing well. I recently conducted a clothing drive in my apartment building at UPenn and now have hundreds of items of clothing to donate. I'm looking for places in Philadelphia or New York City to partner with to either donate the clothes to or set up free clothing stores for local community members to benefit from. Do you have any recommendations as to churches or organizations that I can reach out to? Why, yes, I do, Nelson. <laughs> I've put him in touch with the uh, Episcopal Cathedral of Philadelphia, which is located right in his neighborhood. Uh, if they can't help him, we'll go to Plan B. There's a Plan B and a Plan C for this. We're going to make this happen for Nelson. But you see what's going on here? Nelson is taking the little bit that he has and offering it up to God to serve God's people, to meet real human need, the need for food, the need for clothing, the need for shelter, real human need. Just like you're doing this month with our neighbors from Congregations for the Homeless. The human need for decent shelter. The human need to be fed. And just as important, the human need to be recognized as a person of dignity and worth. That's what we're doing this month. We, one little person at a time. And when it seems like it's all going to hell in a handbasket, one response is to take the little bit that we have and offer it up to God. Place your little bit in Jesus' hands and let it become the bread of life. And when it seems like it's all going to hell in a handbasket, don't look down. Look up. Look up and you might just see Jesus coming towards you walking on the water. Like the disciples in the boat, you might be terrified. But if you'll just listen, you just might hear Jesus say, It is I. Do not be afraid. Everything is going to hell in a handbasket. Look up, listen up, offer up. 
and do not be afraid. The Apostle Paul reminded the little group of Christians in Ephesus that there was a power at work in them that is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all they could ask or imagine. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website at www.stthomasmedina.org.